0: Man, last time when we started the show, we had a whole little itinerary of things we're going to talk about, and today we just said, all right, we can just get started, I guess. That's
1: the problem when you take too long between recording. We just have no motivation to do it. All right, let's just make something, and then it's going to be our thing. Okay, let's go.
0: Uh, F it, will do it live. <laughs> Like, um, ooh, a political host, a uh, political TV show host who is apparently not the most racist political TV show host anymore. That's true, he got uh, one-upped. Yeah, he did. He did, which is actually, ooh, ooh, what if we start our podcast talking about this, right? Like, the comedy world and the unspoken rules about, don't say the yeah, N-word. So
1: you, <laughs> don't don't say the N-word when you're not
0: black. <laughs> It's it's a pretty easy rule to follow, I think. It's got one step. Just like a little checklist, like, okay, do I well, say like it. In my hand.
1: Okay, I can't say it.
0: He just Oh, I thought you meant he had a tattoo <laughs> no, on his hand. No, like, no, don't I mean say the N-word today. <laughs> well, you know what? Yeah, that's that is an implied it's, tattoo. That's the easiest way to check. <laughs> True. <laughs> all right well okay this is this is a good enough way to start the first impressions podcast. Hello, everybody really
1: diving in quickly to to the, to the, to the important <laughs> discussion
0: well <laughs> who who better to comment on race relations than um two disembodied voices who just do whatever sounds they want you know we could be anybody could be. we. Could- you were Mike Tyson for a I little was, bit last week. Last week, I, I, I like
1: to think I transcend race.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, so did Bill Maher. So I was re-listening to, I think episode two. We don't announce the name of the show. We don't announce the names of ourselves. We're just that egotistic that we think uh, everyone already knows already that our fan base is so loyal we don't have to. Well, they can also tell just everyone like, that read
1: above where it says. First Impressions with that's, Jack and PJ.
0: <laughs> that's true, but like, humor me for a moment. My name is PJ. My name is Jack. <laughs> and this is First Impressions with both of us. Wow, that
1: was way easier than I thought it would be.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you know, it was not bad. But speaking of not bad, we're on iTunes right now.
1: Yeah, that's not bad.
0: <laughs> no, not bad at all. We're on iTunes and we're on SoundCloud. If you're listening to us on iTunes, thank you so much. That's... Really kind of crazy. Uh, if you're listening Give us to us,
1: five star ratings because I hear that's the the latest thing. Subscribe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but actually, though, definitely do that if that's okay. Maybe uh,
1: who knows? You know? Yeah, I mean it's it, a hassle. I, I get it.
0: Uh, it is, and it's it isn't. If you have an, if you have an iTunes account, I've done this for podcasts before. it It takes it takes one second go ahead and write a little review you just close your eyes push an arbitrary number of stars and then shape your review off that like okay I guess three stars uh god Mike Tyson was okay I don't know
1: I like the part where they read quotes from the movies
0: (laughs) I was playing along at home Two stars (laughs) yeah oh hopefully we sound better too I definitely sound better. I'm using a duct tape mic stand and not recording straight from my computer.
1: I sound the same. Mm. Which is about as much as you can ask from me.
0: Yeah, you know what? We're we're uh this is episode three. We're just getting yeah. getting going. We're just trying our best, you know? If you're finding us on iTunes, thank you so much. This is really exciting for us. If you're finding us on SoundCloud, uh definitely uh try and check out iTunes if you have that available. We're gonna be working on um Google Play, and other podcasting apps next. So, you know, we'll, we'll be around. And speaking of other podcasts, Jack, you got a couple on your horizon, too. Do you want to talk about those real quick?
1: I do. We just recorded a Barn Burner episode two, the sports podcast on Wednesday. I'm going to try to be recording number one episode of our pop culture podcast, High Noon Tea. Uh, tonight with Spencer, and it's going to be dedicated to season five of House of Cards, because I just finished that, mm. and Spencer finished it a, a couple days ago, so we're going to be breaking everything down. I have a lot of feelings, so it's just going to be me yelling, basically, for 45 minutes. Um, that's what is this fun. is. That's,
0: what... that's, that's
1: exactly, that's everything that I already do.
0: Because I, I cannot imagine a podcast where you're not doing impressions every now and then anyways.
1: Oh, yeah. It's going to be riddled with Frank Underwood.
0: Yeah. you have. Do you have a little uh, demo you want to show us of Frank?
1: Uh, just a, a smidgen, maybe.
0: And we're back. <laughs> but we're going to pretend we're not back, and we're going to pretend that we were here all along. So you have just a smidgen of Frank Underwood you want to kind of show us?
1: Just a little bit, I guess. You know, just maybe a little teaser. Sure. A little plug. Try it out. It would be such a great honor if you would listen to episode one of High Noon Tea coming, well, whenever.
0: I have never seen the show. I'm going to take your word for it. Zara. Right. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> like this podcast. Three stars. Okay, three right. stars. <laughs> uh, okay. Otherwise, eh, you know, we're trying to get, take the L media to be a little bit more. I don't know, consistent, mm-hmm. be a little bit more of an actual conglomerate than just a fancy name that's stapled into the produced by section. It is,
1: it is a very fancy name.
0: Yeah, uh, for sure.
1: We like, we like to think so. Why don't we get into
0: the topic at hand? Sure. That yeah, well, works for me. In the title of the podcast. <laughs> oh, I already know what the title's going to be. I usually wait till I'm editing. Uh, I usually wait till I'm editing to kind of come up with like a little witty whatever based on what mm. we kind of improv down here. But I, I already know what that title's going to be, and I'm not going to say it right oh, now oof. because uh, I don't want to spoil the last segment of the show. But it's going to be that's a good idea. That.
1: That's a good idea. They better listen all the way through, or skip ahead to there. I don't. I don't care.
0: <laughs> They're just going to be so <laughs> confused when, like, oh, those are the celebrities they chose. They're not going to like. All right, fine, whatever. Let's roll with it. That doesn't make any sense, but whatever.
1: <laughs> it doesn't have to make sense. No,
0: it's just it's a. Uh... First Impressions podcast is just like a state of being, you know? (laughs) It's really about the idea and the core concept than coherent clarity.
1: Hey, were you an English major?
0: (laughs) Mm, Yeah, I was. And uh, also rejected from every improv comedy (laughs) trip I've tried (laughs) out for. So this is our very first podcast uh, being recorded from our hometown. We're not in the same room just because of scheduling stuff. But, uh... God, a lot of guest stars like my dog and my parents. Oh, they're all very excited. to Just check in on me right now. Just how's it, how's it going? Oh,
1: Are you doing your little thing?
0: Oh, that's that's great. That's really exciting. You know, you know, when I was like when I was a kid, I used to love doing stuff, and I see that you're doing stuff too. And man, I just.
1: Just inspires me to keep talking. Just
0: kind of check in every now and then. Oh, my God. They did the same thing when I was trying to watch. I was trying to watch a show on Netflix. And, like, it was every three minutes. Just like, hey, what's up? (laughs) Then, like, three minutes later. Oh, hey, did you see what Tom Brady did? Like, I'm not. I'm not in a place where we're having a conversation right now. I'm trying to watch something on my phone. Uh, But whatever. And now I'm trying to record a podcast on my computer. (laughs) Two mixed results, but hey, let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about these voices we're doing. Do you want to go first, or shall I?
1: Um, I can go first, I guess. Yeah,
0: I went first last week and go first this week. So who are you doing?
1: I am doing the incomparable uh, Stephen Fry.
0: Stephen Fry. Uh, do you have enough understanding of his backstory to kind of give us a little rundown of who that is?
1: A little bit. He's a British comedian. Um, also well known for his voiceover work. He uh actually has a comedy duo with Hugh Laurie of uh of House. That's true. He he's done a lot of British T V work, um stand up as well. He hosts a lot of the British like quiz shows. Okay. Which is fun. 'Cause those those are great, great shows.
0: <laughs> are they really? For some reason
1: oh like American comedians can never pull that shit off.
0: <laughs> they tried I Jeff Foxworthy tried. Uh,
1: yeah, but just like no, because it's like the the quiz shows are of like they have all comedians on. Okay, and that's the point is like like it's like six comedians in a quiz show or like a thing. But it, like they're also oh,
0: like, I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, Cracking jokes. They 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 like answer like viral questions on Twitter. Yeah. They film it at midnight every every no. night. And are no, no, comedians who no, no, no. do it, and it's called no, no, at no. at through at no, no, no. um no, no 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 at nine o'clock in no, the no. evening because that is also known as British midnight if you're in no. Eastern Standard Time. No,
1: no 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 that's that, that that's just not true. It's <laughs> <laughs> that's not how time zones work.
0: <laughs> I don't know what would be British midnight in seven p.m. Wow, oh, you would know that right off the top of your head.
1: What Eastern Time Zone is minus five, which means it's five back, um, five back from Greenwich Mean Time, which is in, passes through London. So the, that's the prime meridian. So that's midnight, which means we would be seven.
0: PM. Why are you an expert on this? Your long distance girlfriend didn't even live in a because different time zone. I
1: know maps.
0: <laughs> what kind of an American are you? A smart one. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, let's hear you not be an American. Then you'll hear me not be an American later on, too, but a different type of not american
1: Sure. Oh, that is true. So, uh, yeah. So what what you sent me, and I, I will just kind of riff off of that um, for the inspiration, was that Stephen Fry narrated the uh, video game series Little Big Planet. Very true. And so I will just make stuff up that is totally not the actual narration for Little Big Planet, but I'll just talk about Little Big Planet, like, and it's, you know, just like start there, and then I'll just make shit up, because that's what I do. Sure. Uh for all these. No. So. For
0: Devin, are there any very particular Stephen Fry isms that you're gonna try and tap into?
1: Uh like like quotes, like stuff he says, well, like catchphrases or like what
0: and this is this is a problem I kind of faced when I was looking at my character. What's gonna be different, if anything, about your Stephen and Fry impression than just speaking in a British accent?
1: Right. Okay. That's that's a good question. Um, and the answer is, not much, because I was honestly operating under the assumption that Stephen Fry had a a more distinctive voice, just on a like a different quirk. But that wasn't actually there. His British accent is pretty normal, pretty typical. But his voice is deeper. It's a little more thicker, and it as a whole, like it, it's just a little bit enough. Mm that you can tell the difference uh, when he speaks. When I do it, I have no idea if you'll be able to tell the difference.
0: Well, there's only one way to find out.
1: Honestly, I feel like I I do think that subconsciously, when I've been doing it and, like, practicing it, I will veer more on the... Um, I'll try to make it sound different from a normal British accent, but at that point, it does detract from the actual, like, accuracy mm-hmm. of Stephen Fry. I will over exaggerate the thing that I thought he over exaggerated, but he doesn't, but I'll still do it anyways. That's to make it sound like not just like I'm doing a British accent. That's
0: what caricatures do anyways, though, to be fair. That's true.
1: So this'll just be a little bit more Stephen Fry than he is. Sounds good. Um but yeah, so. Welcome to Little Big Planet.
0: Okay, wait, pause. That's just your Will Farrow impression from Anchor Man. <laughs> mia <laughs> <San Diego. laughs>
1: i I don't know what you're talking about. Anymore.
0: All right continue after that rude interruption
1: <laughs> You are a paper bag, but there's so much of this world to explore. You can hover over and create new things just by. Playing the, fi- I don't know, I don't own the game, I've never played the game, I'm a British comedian, I don't own a Playstation, but I've assumed, I've been told the script here in front of me, it's a you're a paper bag, a brown brown plastic paper silk bag, all these different uh, materials, and you can walk around and, and be sentient, which is fascinating to, to discover, because a paper bag cannot obviously move on its own.
0: That's good. Yeah, so you are called Sackboy, but not not a sure. paperback. It was a burlap sack. That's what I was going. <laughs> just with. like a little knit puppet. But yeah, uh, so that was definitely a good start. I've played the game a whole lot, so a lot of what I'm going to say kind of comes from the archives of like that knowledge. Maybe I'm going to reference stuff that you just haven't been exposed to because, like, ooh. are
1: you going to critique me on the game more than the? Information? No,
0: no, I'm going to critique you on the information. I promise. Because uh, <laughs> after I sent you Stephen Fry, I was kind of thinking about it a little bit more. And Stephen Fry's voice in Little Big Planet, I, I like more than his voice in reality. Because, hmm.
1: well, voiceovers are more like
0: dram- dramatic and stuff. Yeah. He does. The whole game is kind of about creativity and inspiration. And so when he does that, there's. Well, he kind of tries to feed into that whole theme uh with several different like several different like styles of projection he does when he talks. Uh he has a grandiose voice. He has like a subtle trying to build mountain curiosity voice. Uh, and he has kind of his normal like, oh hey, you gotta press B. <laughs> you you just been standing there for a while. <laughs> but so uh I'll try to do a little bit for you here. I haven't practiced Stephen Price since... Well, we've been... We're so behind on recording.
1: We are behind.
0: We've been midly sat on these voices for a while, but I'll try and dig up what I was like working on last week when I first sent it over to you. Imagine. Imagine a world full of creativity to explore. Oh, but ho, young listeners of this podcast, listen to what I am going to say to you here. And now, we are listening. Two words, information that comes from our vocal cords that slap together like two fish coming out of a stream. And, uh, so he okay. kind of has a few different like tones of building excitement, like any sort of movie narrator would have. And then occasionally he uses those different tones of excitement to bash God on YouTube videos. If you, <laughs> if you look up Stephen Fry. <laughs> Oh, the world is full of little imaginations, little specks of something fantastic to bring forth. And those specks cause cancer in children? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think God would do that. Like, that's what he talks about.
1: <laughs> Pick your battle, Steve. Uh, you
0: know what? Hey, as long as he keeps that uh, Harry Potter audiobook narration oh, gig yeah. rolling, he's fine. And uh, I'm gonna be honest. Maybe it's a British thing, but I'm pretty sure J.K. Rowling thinks exactly the same stuff.
1: <laughs> pretty sure all British people are one and the same mm. in terms of ideology. Even though there's an election coming up, that are two different parties, as is the case with most elections.
0: Now, is this didn't isn't that Nigel guy just getting into office? What's going on with that? So who's Nigel?
1: Oh, you thinking of France? Marcone? No,
0: definitely not him. Uh, there, was it? Isn't there like Nigel Farage, who like was the champion of Brexit? That is a very
1: British name.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm. I could be lying. I I don't know. This is an impression podcast, not a you know geopolitical affairs. But uh, whatever. I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All I know is it's Theresa May and Jeremy Corbyn.
0: Fair enough. Uh, so what do you, what do you think of my advice? Does that stuff kind of sound the advice?
1: Yes, definitely. Uh, it sounds more, uh, well, first of all, that just sounds like, you know, something that humans do, uh, is they don't talk in <laughs> one monotone the entire time. So that's good. Uh, and yeah, I, I, I definitely think that i from what I can remember listening to him, he does go up kind of up and down the range a little bit. Um, I obviously didn't practice that. So
0: totally fair. So, now for your take two, would you like to, do you want to do like a little improv game? Or do you want to do something totally weird on the spot? Because I got something weird on the spot I can send over to you.
1: If you got something weird.
0: Okay. So. You know. Sure. We'll edit around this next part while we're pulling up the information. (laughs) Hey, Jack, I'm kind of hungry right now. Can you just can you just read off what Pando- uh, Panera's online menu is, but in the very excitement of a British narrator? <laughs> <laughs> what, what can we order from uh, Panera delivery?
1: Sure. Let me, Go ahead let me, and tell us. Panera bread delivery. All right. Let's see what we got. No, don't use my current location. <laughs> that's
0: right. in that's in Britain, right? Right, Steve? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. That's right. <laughs> I. I <laughs> That's right, I'm currently in Britain, and we're going to order Panera bread and it's going to be a very, very interesting delivery here. Let's we'll see what we want to have uh we'd like my food served delivery, of course, yes, and- see that's already much oh, do I actually that's much better I actually have to send it's actually making me put in a street address. Just give me the menu
0: well, we can add it around all all right, Panera that's much better already because you're getting more playful with it, and I think that's really. Mm. If we're not having fun and being weird, like, we're not doing the impressions right.
1: Hmm. All right. Well, PJ, what what type of food would you like to order? We have, you know, salads and and paninis and and pastas and all sorts of fun, exciting things that that you could definitely try. I'd
0: like to do the take-two menu.
1: Okay, so what you're thinking of is McDonald's, and that's totally fine. The McPick 2, it's a very popular item there, but
0: we're looking at Panera Wait, Bread Wait, hold on. They don't have a Take 2 menu?
1: I don't. Oh, my
0: God. All right. Oh, you pick 2. Yeah. You pick yeah. 2. I'm kidding. Oh.
1: All right, you pick 2. We, uh, we start off with some soup, uh, some salad, panini, flatbread. What would you Just like? Just tell, tell, the tell us some of the flatbreads. Tell us some of the flatbreads. Flat, flat, flatbreads. Okay, yes. Oh. And there's only two flatbreads to choose from, the, the barbecue chicken flatbread or the tomato mozzarella flatbread.
0: Very nice. How about the soups? What do we got for soups? Yes, well, soups, there's,
1: there's quite a number of soups that we can choose from here. And they, you know, we start off with the, the half mac and cheese and the low-fat chicken noodle soup, uh, followed by a vegetarian summer corn chowder and a broccoli cheddar soup. And then there's vegetarian creamy tomato soup and a bistro French onion soup. Baked potato soup and a low-fat garden
0: vegetable soup
1: with pesto.
0: Very nice. All right, now before we end this bit, what do you think Stephen Fry would order? All of it.
1: <laughs> I'm fat. <laughs>
0: Whatever sounds the most atheist, I suppose.
1: <laughs> God doesn't believe in pesto. I'll get the low-fat garden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. All right. <laughs>
0: So shall we move on to my impression? Do you I any? guess we shall. Close some thought Okay. Now, my impression is uh, equal, not American, but different kind of, you know, different place on the region. Foreign bullseye. Uh, I am going to be doing Christoph Waltz, which is a more t- topical. Topical. Uh, I mean, Hateful Eight came out like two years ago, right? Last year. He wasn't in that. He was totally in Hateful Eight. (laughs) He was not in Hateful Eight. Tim Roth was in Hateful Eight. Was that your thing? No, he was in, like, The Carriage, right? He wasn't riding with Samuel L. Jackson? No, that was Kurt Russell. He was probably in it somewhere. (laughs) You know how Tarantino likes to do that stuff.
1: (laughs) I'm your dad. (laughs) That's my Kurt Russell impression.
0: (laughs) Sure. Oh, yeah, that's that's a good movie. That's Guardians of the Galaxy 2.
1: I just love how he says... Peter? <laughs> I don't know
0: why. Fair enough. No, he
1: was not in *Hateful Eight, though. He was. I don't think he's done a movie since *The uh, Big Eyes*.
0: Before I dive straight into Christoph Waltz, I'm going to make a big statement about SNL. So, Taron Killam does a Christoph Waltz hmm. impression. So he does it. He does it often. Now, the formerly departed Taron. That's true. Uh, rest in rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> Rather be a Will than a Dana. All right, let's see what he does. Actually, <laughs> uh, rather be an Adam Sandler. That kid, that guy owns the movie studio. He gets paid hand over fist for whatever he turns out. But okay, so in researching for Christoph Waltz, I know Taryn Killam. That's in his like arsenal that's in
1: yeah that's in his
0: wheelhouse mm -hmm. if he's going to imagine he was about to audition for snl that would be an impression he does and stands up in front of like the crowd of three says yeah this is my christoph waltz like blah 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 blah, blah. uh yeah no at a spot on one i would say (laughs) to be fair and this is my next point Heron kilm's christoph waltz impression is kind of terrible interesting snl gets a lot of it gets ragged on a lot for oh it's not that funny the, the writing needs help the actors aren't doing a good job one thing SNL does better than anyone on the planet is their hair and makeup team their mm-hmm. wardrobe team that's why Melissa McCarthy Trump. is an amazing Sean Spicer and Alec Baldwin is a fantastic Trump even though both of them suck at their respective <laughs> impressions <laughs> SNL has some gods with a like a makeup brush backstage And if it wasn't for Taron Killam getting decked out to look exactly like Christoph Waltz does in all those like little Star Wars casting calls Mm -hmm. uh, with that awesome beard and the glasses, you would hear his impression and be like, I mean, yeah, Christoph Waltz does say we've got a bingo in Inglorious Bastards, but your impression kind of doesn't make a lot of sense. Now, I've been doing... Uh, a lot of listening to Christoph Waltz stuff, I've been practicing my own for this, because we've kind of had a little bit of an extended period. I think mine is better than his, but I can do an impression of okay. Christoph Waltz and of Taron Killam's Christoph Waltz.
1: <laughs> I want to hear that difference. Yeah,
0: so we'll, I'll do Taron Killum's first. Okay. Oh, Mr. Jack. Oh, Mr. Jack. It is so exciting to be here doing this podcast with you. That's what he sounds like. <laughs> You've got the face <laughs> down pat You gotta get into is,
1: it. When Kill him yeah, when Terry Kill does it, he's like so he's like just this completely fake smile, ear to ear. Oh, it it's so exciting to be here doing this. Oh, I am very happy to be here, of course. Yeah.
0: You have to do that because the voice itself is both, Mm. you're forcing so much out of it, like you're you're just yelling, but you're pulling it back at the same time. And it's this very strained, like, oh, I cannot imagine the excitement we must feel for doing this show. Uh, Which I don't know if maybe you can't hear it translated as well, but like I am really trying to shout and really trying to pull back with just kind of a generic German accent. It's some things that, like, people gave him a lot of crap for saying Mr. Bond. <laughs> so it's Mr. Jack. It's Mr. Everything. Uh, you're you're clenching in
1: a lot of places. Oh, yeah.
0: In your body. Huge. Uh, also, Taron Killam's impression is just so excited to be everywhere. Mm. So with those little That's sprinkles. Yeah. With those little sh- uh, sprinkles, you, you get a Taron Killam impression of christoph waltz which i think is fine right did that sound like taron killams
1: yeah that was really good for taron killams
0: okay now i'm gonna do mine uh if i can kind of really get into character because I, I talked i have mine up and i gotta be able to deliver i am here with you today and we are talking about this podcast we are doing and I, I hope we are doing it okay, but really, it is hard to tell. It is hard to tell if we are doing this impersonation right. All I can do is try my best and then listen and take your feedback with a grain of salt. I'll take it with a grain of salt. But I promise you, I am doing all I can to sound exactly like the character in question. What do you think about that? That
1: was, re- that was really good. Thank you.
0: you it was I, I... totally different.
1: Oh yeah, no, yeah. It's it's more how a normal person speaks, um, and it's more uh, to the characters that Christoph Waltz portrays because he's very rarely this happy-go-lucky guy that Taron Killam, his impression makes him out to be. Like he is, he does play darker characters and he does play more serious characters. So having that, um, you know, that more uh, nuanced take than just the "ha ha, oh this is so much fun," you know, impression it's uh it speaks more to the the depth of the characters he portrays and therefore you get a better impression overall and you you have down his cadence of how he talks and how he'll like space out words like this is such an exciting opportunity of course but we have to hold back and think rationally here about what is the perfect opportunity for this podcast to grow that's
0: really good Another of those. Mr. Bond. Yeah. I was <laughs> <I'm> so excited <laughs> to be her talking to you about this opportunity before us. Yeah, it's another of those is like, oh, yeah, I am so excited to be yeah, her. Yeah, like, like,
1: you know, hello, my name is Dr. King Schultz, and I am, this is my slave, Django, and we are here to rescue Brumhilda. Like, he's not, like, even when he's that, he's not like, Ha-ha! oh, <laughs> this is
0: so wonderful, and oh, bingo, you know? <laughs> yep. Yeah, pretty much. See, I think that's, you know, you you mentioned quickly about like how my actual impression kind of talked about the depth of the characters and how he plays much more dramatic roles instead of just him in conversational talk. And I think that's a testament to exactly how I quote unquote researched. I was like, do I want to watch an interview with Christoph Waltz? Or like a scene from a rad movie. It shows the movie (laughs) every single time. I watched the scene where he and Django talk in the pub alone Mm. right before, like, the, you know, like, catch the sheriff or whatever. I watched that, like, four times, and I was, like, so into it. (laughs) And then
1: you switch, and then, oh, there's him on, you know... Conan, or whatever. I don't care
0: what he actually thinks. I want to hear him talk about, (laughs) you know, bounty hunting. That's way cooler.
1: Now, Django, of course, if you would like to be my partner in the bounty hunting, or you could hear him say, yes, you know, Quentin Tarantino does say the N-word a lot for a white man. That's correct.
0: (laughs) And my forefathers were racist. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) All right, Jack. Now, we kind of been we've been doing my segment a little just kind of sporadically. Do you have any advice you want to give me right now? Um I think
1: uh <laughs> I honestly think that it was really good. Um I think that the only advice I would give is that it needs to sound more German.
0: Okay, it doesn't sound more. Okay.
1: Because uh it, like everything about Christoph Waltz was there, but um it it doesn't bleed the accent as much as he obviously has, uh. So, and like I mean, you know, if I do a German accent, it's it's very uh, caricatured and and overly exaggerated. You know,
0: are there um, any quick tips on how to do a German accent? Like, what do they do? Like, well, as Boston I mean, people, they drop the R's or they put R's yeah. in for things like idea. Like any, like, oh, Germans uh, never say their Gs. Never once. <laughs> Ws or Vs. Wonderful. Yeah, wonderful. It's, it's, it's wunderbar. Wonderful. We are trying
1: to do this properly. I say I do this instead of Please. this. Uh, stuff it's like it's that. Fucking um, indeed to be here together. It is going to be a beautiful experience. Oh! Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so fascinating. Um. <laughs> I don't know... I guess, like, I keep it not in the upper register in terms of tone, but, like, when I push the voice, it it seems like, even when it's a lower, I'm using a lower, um, tone, you know, when when I'm down here, it still comes out of the, I guess, like, I try to push it out of the top of my head, uh, like, head voice singing-wise, like, for an impression, I guess. even in... Also, all of my German characters sound gay.
0: You know, I think they probably just repressed it so hard in the late <laughs> 30s and 40s, just the urge to, like, have picnics, that it just, it comes out in force in the 21st century. <laughs> we are going to war! We are going to war!
1: Oh, but I had a lovely picnic scheduled for Tuesday.
0: Oh, it is all quiet on the Western Front. Oh, I love it so much. We have the very <laughs>
1: afternoon. yeah. Oh, look at the shooting star. Okay. As it passes through the night sky.
0: Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> so, yeah, that. All right. Do you want to give me my own little game to do, or should we just try and roll into the big segment that we have planned up?
1: Well, you know, now I'm kind of hungry. <laughs> oh, boy. And I was wondering if you would order me a pizza from Domino's,
0: Christoph. Oh, I would be most excited to do that for you, Jack. <laughs> Which Christoph?
1: (laughs) (laughs) The the real one, not the Terran (laughs) Killam.
0: Terran Killam and Tarantino sound very similar. Okay, now we can do this. We can do this so easy, but I must ask you first, do you have any coupons to maybe save us a little bit of cash?
1: You know, I think there was a deal going on where you could buy two medium topping, uh, two topping medium pizzas for... for, uh... $6.99 $6.99 each, is that correct?
0: Oh, I believe so. That makes me most excited to hear what you are saying. Let us look, let us look at our medium toppings. I'm pressing order online right now, and we are going to be lying. I'm going to tell them we're carrying out so I don't. Ah, I still need a city.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> New Bedford, <laughs> Munich, Germany. Do you think they do out of music do. You think they do? <laughs> what if I... Uh, oh, my God. Hold on.
1: I would say do Berlin, but you'd have to just differentiate between West and East.
0: I am not doing what you asked. I pulled up the Domino's menu, but okay. in German.
1: <laughs> oh, <no. laughs>
0: that, How is that going to help? I don't know. I shall try and read these words to you right now. Okay. I think when I look at the specials, I see. Die call Eichhallen Agnabrati. Oh, I know what this one means. Find a denim store. I wonder, I wonder. I bet it says find a store in the most beautiful of tongues. <laughs> Boston, German really Massachusetts.
1: A... German is just a. Scary language. It's, I don't know. You can shout gibberish and it and like if you sound angry enough, it will be German.
0: Yeah. You know, you just point, everyone just assumes that's what you're talking about, and it it looks like the German Domino's website doesn't have any Boston deliveries.
1: You're kidding. Yeah,
0: that's a shame. Alright, well let's let's move on. Nine, nine, nine. <laughs> pretty much. Jack, would you like to do the honors of introducing this next segment, or shall I? Oh, I would love to. Uh, So, what we have decided for
1: this segment is that we're going to take a look at some of the worst, read funniest uh, IMDb reviews of various movies in our voices. And, as an added bonus, we're going to guess the movie. And when we say worst, like, these don't even have anything to do with the movie half
0: the time. Correct. Correct. I'm looking at my first one for you.
1: Would you like to start? Oh, yeah,
0: sure. Now, this review I'm about to read has one out of five stars on Amazon.com's movie review. Oh, it's either
1: Amazon or not IMDb, but whatever. Oh, sorry. Correct. Yeah.
0: Either way, it's the same principle. One out of five stars. The subject is dentists should say something. Now, I would like to preface this by saying it is in all caps, and there is not one, not two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight explanation points all following it. (laughs) It is by, and this is also very important because this name is, again, in all caps, Margarita. (laughs) Posted on February 2nd, 2005. I am very concerned about the image that this movie shows about dentists. Does anybody about the message that writers of this movie are sending to our kids. We are talking about part of our health. I think they are making a big mistake, including a movie, a kid's movie, part where the dentist is played so negatively. I really don't understand why any other parent is worried about this issue. Dentists should say something. Zero out of 42 people found this review helpful. (laughs) Jack is... Guess that kid's movie... Is it Finding Nemo? It's Finding Nemo. Yay! <laughs> <Hey>, all right.
1: <laughs> they didn't portray the dentist that badly. He's just doing his job. Dalla, Dalla, I found you another fish there when I was scuba dogging down <laughs> in the, the Great Barrier Reef. I'm gonna throw it in my fish tank. Yeah, it
0: was nothing about the dentist at all. It was the careful, kid. The, the kid was like a
1: mental. Yeah,
0: she was. It, it, I love this. Is this is a really fantastic review? Oh man, maybe I'll like retweet it on our Twitter page because uh, we're getting some of these off Twitter. But wow, mm. <laughs> zero out of forty-two. That I'm gonna make a claim. I'm gonna say that's the highest number of unsatisfied clicks that I, that we're gonna read out of all this. Uh, J- all right. Jack, would you like to go ahead?
1: Sure. So this has one out of five stars. Mm-hmm. The subject, probably the worst comedy I've watched in ages. The name of the author has either been redacted or just there wasn't one.
0: Can I guess the um, genre real quick of this movie? Is sure. it literally anything but a comedy? <laughs> yes, <laughs> <It's> Okay. Yes.
1: <laughs> August 1st, uh, 2014. Probably the worst comedy I've watched in ages. I've watched this movie with Angus and we both thought a lot. I thought that Jim Carrey's performance was just god-awful. I also thought this movie was highly inappropriate for my five-year-old daughter. She began to cry so loud that I couldn't even hear the dialogue. I'm not good at lip-reading. Zero out of nine people found this review helpful. Name that movie. Okay, so... Hint, it is
0: not a comedy, and Jim Carrey is not a Ah, I was really <laughs> trying to, like... Is it the number 23? Is it Yes Man? What? Okay, so... Hold on, the very last part said that he couldn't lip-read fast enough?
1: He is uh, not
0: good at lip-reading. Is this the artist? No. Dang. You, uh, okay, what is it? It is The Conjuring. <laughs> okay, how was I supposed to get that one, <laughs> to be fair? Uh, I, I'm more confused about who they thought... Was Jim Carrey
1: because neither Patrick Wilson nor Ron Livingston looked like Jim Carrey.
0: I, it was probably like Lorraine Warren, whoever played that actress <laughs> was like it was Jim Carrey. I don't know. Oh, I love Vera Farmiga. Jim Carrey's cameo is the hands that clap every now and then to play hide and seek. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Now this one is targeted at you. It's targeted at you because I know you're gonna like this. So, uh, this next review has two out of five stars. It is, the subject line is, not as good as any other superhero movie by Anthem NY on February 14th, 2015. Not as good as other superhero movies. No chase scenes at all, even. All right. What not superhero movie... (laughs) No, what superhero movie... I had no chase scenes in it. <laughs> I don't know. I, this is this is so weird. I I don't know how to. F- when was this again? What was the date on this? <laughs> it was uh, February fourteenth, twenty fifteen. They thought it was a superhero movie, and they were surprised when they it wasn't. <laughs> uh. D- <laughs> I don't know. The Incredibles? No, there are chase scenes in The Incredibles. Uh, No. uh, What is Birdman? (laughs) (laughs) Not as good as other superhero movies. No chase scenes at all, even. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) All right.
1: One of my favorite movies. I am very... Oh, that's funny. Yeah,
0: I knew for a fact that you, you love Birdman and I don't understand it. I do. <laughs> it's okay. Neither does anyone in my family.
1: We've we've watched it and they're just like, this is a terrible movie. I'm like, this
0: is amazing.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's... Will you like Ed Norton. Ed Norton's in it. I, I love Ed Norton. He's, he's amazing.
0: And Michael Keaton. I, okay, real talk. Is it true that Michael Keaton thinks the movie is real? Hmm? Does it? Does Michael Keaton think it's like autobiographical of him? Yeah, I think, or I don't know, but like it kind of is a little bit. I fly, <laughs> <laughs> but I can't <laughs> do it when other people are watching me. <laughs> All right, what do you got for me, Jack? Um,
1: I guess I got this one. Uh, I'm trying. I was trying to find longer ones because you had a nice long one for me, but uh, I'm not finding any. They're fucking <laughs> funny though. The short ones. <laughs>
0: No, that's totally fine. Shorts fine. Jake.
1: All right, let's go with this. One. <laughs> oh, I feel ba- I feel bad because you're never gonna guess this one, but it's like so funny. It literally has nothing to do with the movie at all. I would go for one that. Oh, I can't. You know what? I'll do. No, this go one. for the I'll one that
0: doesn't. One. It doesn't matter.
1: No, nah, I like this one better. All right. So this was uh, one out of five stars. The title: "Are You Kidding?" with two question marks okay. by Voris, April second, two thousand and fourteen.
0: Oh, yes, I am quite a fan of Boris. We play polka on the weekends.
1: I have colleagues who might read this, so even if I did enjoy this film, I could not admit to it on this quasi-public site. I am in enough trouble just for responding. Zero five people found this review helpful.
0: Wait, what? (laughs) It's literally... That's it. God, Okay um looking through the hints uh he's supposed to say he can't admit he likes it i want to say this is he likes it. is this magic mike
1: no but there uh, was a good magic mike one later
0: oh well i have a pseudo magic mike one that i'm gonna read next uh all right, all right what was the movie rocky three why can you not admit you like that? <laughs>
1: I don't know. Rocky Five is the bad one.
0: I have colleagues that are really anti-Rocky. <laughs> they might or... be
1: checking my Amazon reviews. All right. I'm in enough trouble just for responding. <laughs> His boss check is history. Maybe. Oh, Boris.
0: Here's a twist. Um, this next review has five out of five stars. The subject is the name of the movie, so I'm going to pass over that real quick. Uh, this is by Janice O'Banion, on November 12th, 2013. Oh, Janice Tatum is so hot in this movie, everything I dream about being with all my life. I wouldn't mind spending the rest of my life with a guy like him by my side forever. But I know it's only a dream, but a girl can dream, right? He's everything I ever wanted, and a guy, he is my dream guy. I always dream about meeting one day, and I love soldiers. They are so sexy to me, and I would love all his movies he plays in, and maybe one day I would meet somebody like him for real, and he is a good guy, and I would not mind marrying someone like him. Five out of five stars. (laughs) What is the movie? Step Up to
1: the Streets.
0: (laughs) I I wish. He plays a soldier in Step Up to the Streets.
1: Oh, my God. um, Oh, I don't even remember the movie where he played a soldier now.
0: John, 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 dear John, dear John Linehan, we have to really work out these these guesses.
1: I haven't seen that movie. How am I supposed to know?
0: I don't know. It's got your name in it. Um, legally this is this is this is the reviews for first impression podcast one out of five stars they didn't get any of the movies right <laughs> these guys are idiots pretty much all right uh this, one, this is this
1: is a good one it narrows down the options for you um this last one here that we'll do
0: birdman sucked movies. is that, is that
1: review? <laughs> one out of five is? stars Birdman's fucking trash <laughs> Um, okay so the the title it's one out of five stars Mm -hmm. the title is the phantom menace was better (laughs) (laughs) by andrew november 3rd
0: 2015
1: okay this movie was the worst by far there was only one lightsaber fight and they didn't even do any spins and stuff
0: (laughs) name that star wars movie (laughs) So I will tell you right now, we are ruling out the Clone Wars or whatever the second one is, because there are a <laughs> lot of the spins. There are a lot of <laughs> spins in Attack of the Clones. Okay, I don't think it's The Force Awakens, right? It's got to be. I'm gonna say my final answer is the third one. It's what, Revenge of the Sith. Is that the third? It is a New Hope. Are you? Oh my <laughs> God! That took a twist. <laughs> Oh, that's no a spins. Twist. No spins
1: in episode four.
0: That's true. In the one lightsaber fight they have, some old dude just got cut in half. That was like, <laughs> that's not action packed.
1: All right, Phantom Menace was better. That's true. There's also, no Jar Jar in episode four, so
0: they needed the comic relief. I don't know why <laughs> yeah. they didn't put Jar Jar in retrospectively. Misa stars a bad movie, sir oh, Master Jar Jar, it seems that we have a, like a the the odds of traversing this, you know, minefield of podcast <laughs> reviews are unfavorable.
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> I just gave up half-heartedly on C-3PO in the middle of this <laughs> awful... Master Jar Jar. Alright.
1: i was... I don't know how to rage an iTunes.
0: <laughs> I don't want to... from you? I, I, yeah, yeah, we could do some more. Uh, I'll, I'll give one more, and then I'll give an honorable mention. Oh, good. This this well, next uh, review... Yeah, let me
1: pull up my honorable mention, actually. Hang on. Let me sure.
0: Go. This next review is uh, actually... It's insanely practical. One out of five stars. Uh, the subject in this one is just the first sentence, so I'll skip over that. Uh, by Wayne Hughes, a very practical man, on December 5th, 2014. It is... Hard to believe that a hotel that size in Colorado would close in the winter with all the skiing business. Zero out of two people found this review helpful. So I actually saw this one a couple times. Oh dang.
1: It's a good one. It's a good one though. It's
0: the J- shining. Wendy Torrance would still be alive if the Overlook just, Hotel just <laughs> had a skiing department. Ugh. <laughs> oh. I do I love how practical that is like well from is, a fiscal it approach it just seems irresponsible <laughs> you're just losing money <laughs> All right Jack do you have your last one
1: Yes uh, this is this is uh the one I was going to say but then it wasn't at all uh related to the but I I want to do it anyways So uh this is 2 out of 5 stars mm-hmm. um the <laughs> subject is We Had Barbecue by LP Quagmire <laughs> Love it August 10th, 2014. We invited family and friends over to watch this on Blu-ray. When it ended, they got up and left. Zero <laughs> of three people found this review helpful.
0: <laughs> but they had barbecue. <laughs> That's why I think I had two out of five. Oh, God. Uh, to be fair, <laughs> that could literally... It could be a great movie. Like, they could have just watched... They could have just watched The Phantom Menace and been like, this is a great movie, but it's time <laughs> no, for us to all leave. The spins. It was awesome. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> that Jar Jar is just a wild character. Okay, but a movie that can deter barbecue lovers. I'm going to say Food, Inc. just because that's all about don't eat meat. And they just had barbecue. Captain America, The First Adventure. I I mean sure Sure. my honorable mention I just love this it's a cinema disaster I saw this film laughing until the end because of how ridiculous it is no one talks like that in the 21st century especially not in LA that was the Leonardo DiCaprio remake of Romeo and Juliet (laughs) I think they honestly didn't realize that it was like a Shakespeare adaptation. They're like, "What is this?" I this weird repetitive style of wherefore art thou? Unstressed stressed words mean." It seems like all the characters are talking in unstressed stressed foot's in about 5 feet per line, like some sort of iambic pentameter. <laughs> what kind of loony playwright would have made a thing like that? Like that. <laughs> Although, to be fair, this is probably the most accurate review for a movie we've read. My first guess was going to be La La Land. <laughs> this is unrealistic. They're on the side of a building, probably. Is that what happens in La La Land? <laughs> they don't dance. No, I would on be the like, "This is
1: unrealistic." Building. A white man's playing jazz.
0: Hey, I remember that actress. Isn't she half Asian? <laughs> Alright. Do you have any last little like funny reviews you want to pull up before we, we uh no, on? I think that was most of them. So uh, Jack, I was talking to you the other day. Mm. We are late with this episode, and because of that, we're gonna do our first bonus episode as an I'm sorry. Is that, that is her? an I'm sorry, that's true. So and I think
1: remind me what we agreed upon
0: you're going to you're going to basically teach me how to do Patrick Warburton and in the process you know I'll stand hand in hand with all the listeners and we'll learn together yeah
1: yeah that's that's right that's right that's that's what we agreed upon <laughs> all right um so all right so we'll just we'll just jump right in i guess
0: oh no um, like as a bonus episode later. I gotta oh, I gotta roll soon. Even even better. Even better. Well so we'll probably have like a little fifteen minute to half an hour episode. Yeah. Just just Patrick. Just Pat. He's gonna be just talking with us. Yeah, it's gonna be me, myself, and I. Mm. It's
1: just the way I like to rent my cars. Red National. Go like a pro. <laughs> it's literally what the <laughs> one of the commercials he did. He's like, Ooh, better they be the boss of you than me.
0: You know what? For a Hertz rent-a-car employee, he hasn't killed anyone yet. He's doing good. He's doing better than the Jews. That's that's all I got. I'm tired. I I don't know why my wit isn't just flying (laughs) off the chain right now. Me, myself, and I. What is this? Me, myself, and Irene, that one movie that I think starred either Owen Wilson or um, Jim Carrey. It's
1: Jim Carrey, you're thinking of me, you, and Dupree. What? Or you, me, and Dupree.
0: No, there's me, myself, and Irene as a movie. No, yeah,
1: that's Jim Carrey, and then you, me, and Dupree is Owen Wilson.
0: Oh, look at that. Me, myself, Irene, and you, and Dupree. It's a (laughs) mashup. Wow. (laughs) Wow, that joke really sucked.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wow, it's a lot of names in a movie
0: what is this West wow anderson oh my god cut it cut it we're done we're done here all right flatline it's over find us on itunes <laughs> rate and review
1: <laughs>
0: just for every everything before that awful joke
1: four out of five stars was gonna be five out of five and then he made a shitty wes anderson joke <laughs>
0: One out of five stars. A cinema disaster. No one talks like that. Yeah, they, no one talks like us. There's weirdos in my basement. Yeah. All right. Yes, I am also in your basement. You're you're in my basement via my phone, which is FaceTiming. You were in my sure, sweatshirt sure. pocket earlier too.
1: <laughs> now I remember what it was like inside the womb.
0: Mm. <laughs> no twins. One out of five stars. <laughs> Alright, let's kick up that funky music and
1: Why boy.
0: See ya. Which is not what we are, who knows? We're <laughs> voices, we're disembodied voices that transcend race. Right, Jack? That's Absolutely. what we decided. That's what <laughs> Absolutely. That's exactly what we are.
1: <laughs> I could be a black man, you don't know.
0: Oh, I had a Mike Tyson impression too. I don't know if this stuff is gonna make it in. Like we'll probably oh, cut okay. it after the it's okay, so we're, we're podcasters here. And I'll tell you what, when we podcast, there's one little thing I learned about podcasting is you go out and make episodes every single day. You make episodes every single day. You practice, and you eat a bunch of raw eggs like I do. And then you know you're good podcasters.
1: It sounds like someone else. I don't know why.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know. It's not a great impression, but I, I tried I No, but like when it I sounds
1: was... like someone, though. Like, it's an impression of someone. Not Mike Tyson, but, like, somebody
0: I don't know, leave it in the comments. Who did Peter just do an impression of? (laughs) Find out next week when we also find out. (laughs) All right, and with that, we're actually going to sign off. All right, see you later, guys.